Hey, welcome to episode two of the Encourage and Inspire podcast. In this episode, I'm going to discuss why I choose to serve the 99% versus the 1% of, of creators in the marketplace. When I say 1%, I mean the major label X. You know, I, t- I want to talk about why education is often the missing link for independent creatives and why somebody like myself serving at the beginning ground level is more effective uh, as far as getting guidance and mentorship than trying to chase a big name in the industry and also the difference between the music industry, the music business, and the business of music. So I hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Encourage and Inspire podcast. And uh, today, you know, I'm going to discuss what I call the 99% versus the 1% and why I chose to serve the indie creative community at the ground level versus trying to um, obtain major celebrity or known clients um, as far as, you know, being recognized by the masses. Um, And also I want to talk about you know, why somebody like myself is more viable to uh, new artists in today's space that make up the majority of the marketplace versus um, somebody with a bigger name. And, you know, like, and, and, and the really the difference between the music industry, the music business, and the, and the, and the business of music, right? So, you know, for me, guys, you know, um, being in the industry for as long as I have, you know, and trying to find my way in the space, I realized after I made the restart of my journey by attending Full Sail University and graduating in 2015 with a degree in entertainment business and, you know, being the valedictorian of my class, advanced achiever and those type of things like that, I had to look at the options that I had post-graduation, right? So, um, for me, it... um, was really about where can I make the biggest impact because I knew that I couldn't go to big cities like LA, Nashville, Atlanta, Miami, even though I live in Orlando. Uh, so for me, I knew uh, I had to stay in Orlando because that's where my support system is. And I knew that I was going to have to take a, a really a different path to my success, right? So for me, everything I do is about impact. And I realized that the majority of the art, the, the creatives in the marketplace are independent artists who really value and need somebody like myself that can help guide them to where they got to go, right? So, you know, there's only about 8,000 artists right now as we speak in Feb in this today's date is February the twenty first of two thousand twenty one, right? Um, as we're recording this, don't know when this episode is going to actually be live, but the date is is is, is um, February twenty first, <laughs> and um, the truth is, there's only 
8,000 artists signed under, under, under a major label contract. And, you know, there's over 8 million artists across the world that identify themselves as, you know, musicians or creatives trying to do this with an aim to do this professionally. So, you know, for me, I think this from, it just makes sense for me because, um, the people who have access to me are just new artists. The people who have access to me are people who are just starting out and they need the guidance, you know, uh, they need a lot of them just really don't know what to do, man. And, and I always wanted to show people that, you know, not everybody in, in the music space is out to just screw people over or take people's money and not deliver or things of that nature. For me, it's I wanted to show people that there are good people out here trying to and not even trying to actively making a choice to make a real difference. Right. So um, and that's why I've always made it a point to, you know, really try to serve the 99%, right? I always want to show people that you can make a living doing what you love to do. And you may not be the biggest act in the world, but there's opportunities to be successful, right? And so, you know, as, I, as I've as i noticed over the last five plus years, you know, post um, in my new journey with Double M Management Marketing Group, that education, man, believe it or not, is the biggest missing link. I always use the analogy of, you know, if you want to go to real estate school, to, if you, I'm sorry, if you want to sell homes, you know, you have to go to real estate school. You can't just decide that I want to, you know, go sell houses, but don't get the proper education on how that industry works. The same thing goes for being a doctor and a lawyer and so on and so forth. But for some reason, in the entertainment and music industry, we have so many people here that just want to just jump into this thing and have no clue on how it works. You know, there is a certain protocol, you know, as you're building relationships, there's a certain, there's a certain pieces in, 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 and, and industry terms that you have to know, you know, you have to be able to understand how to navigate the space, right? You know, the music industry, the music industry or the music ecosystem or any how you want to refer to it is all predicated on the ability to build relationships, right? The ability to navigate people and how you can be of service to other people right so for me i know that that's what i'm great at i know that me having the ability to learn the business side and show people that man there's actually somebody out here that's doing the right thing that's showing integrity in every in every way possible to make a difference it's like that's what i want to be known for i want to help people i want people to be able to say man it's because of you and what you took the time to, to show me how to do is why i'm successful or why i'm keep why i've kept going in the space when some days it gets really 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 difficult to do Right. So, I mean, that's why I said education is so key. Education and life in general, I think, is key. And not so much meaning that you have to get these formal 
degrees or formal uh, pieces of paper because I mean I'm often somebody who thinks that a college degree in today's space you know in in, in 2021 doesn't even really matter as much as it used to matter but education as far as just getting the knowledge you know and we're in a space now too where you know you don't have to take these these courses that are unrelated to what you want to learn you know we have people out here giving courses directly on specific subjects right to the point of what you want to learn so it, 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 it can fast track right so education oftentimes is going to hopefully save you time you know and, and working with somebody with a background whatever it is in my case you know in what i do helping helping independent creatives is that i can give you uh real life examples you know, I can talk from a place of strength that I'm helping real people out here and that, you know, this is a place where they can go to and know that I generally care and have a vested interest in their success. You know, that's one of the reasons I think why people gravitate to me is because I genuinely care, man. And if I care, I'm going to you know, always let you know that, you know, my phone is always on most of the time. You know, I'm always doing something to give back because I just believe in paying it forward, you know, because, you know, I was fortunate to have my mentors pay it forward for me. But like I said, education is so key for these creatives. I see them making so many mistakes simply because they just don't know. A lot of them just really don't want to take the time to learn because why they just want to be, they're just in it for the wrong reasons. They're, they're not, I see a lot of creatives out here that are in this, in this space of trying to become a professional, uh, creative, you know, uh, professional creative, but don't really understand what is really required in the space. They don't even really understand that this thing is real work, you know. I always hate when I hear people say, you know, especially the people who want to work in a creative space, like, you know, why it, you should go get a real job. Like, whatever a real job means, you know, like that, that never made sense to me because I know what people have to go through to make it in this game, to have a, to, to even have a shot to be successful, right? But I'm so thankful that with the right education and the right relationships and um, a right work ethic coupled with a little bit of serendipity, uh, you can achieve success, right? You can achieve success. And like I said, and also too, you know, why somebody like myself is really viable in today's space versus somebody who might who may have a bigger industry resume than I do is because again I'm accessible I'm somebody that can take the time to to build to help you as a new artist to help you get to where you want to go to to be there for you to make time for you you know uh, when you when you're working with people with bigger resumes than like myself a lot of times it it really is just about the money, you know, and not saying money's not important, but I think it, to have somebody like me 
and a few of my other colleagues out here doing great things, helping creatives, is that we generally like want to. We can be patient with you if you let us. We can guide you properly. We're there to answer questions. You know, when I'm consulting clients, you know, I, I I'm there. I, I'm there to serve them. You know, even if I have a lesson plan um, prepared for whatever it is we're working on, sometimes I'm like, hey, what do you? How can I serve you? Because ultimately, that's what it's all about. I believe in helping to serve. Um, real people from a place of love from a place of um, joy in purpose right so purpose is so much the reason why I serve the 99% I've seen what serving the 99% can do you know versus trying to get everybody to the 1% that I know is just really not going to be um, the option for most people, they're just not going to have the type of money or the type of relationships that it would take to get and penetrate that 1%. You know, with most of those artists in the 1%, the truth is, aren't going anywhere. If you look at the artists like, you know, Rihanna, like Beyonce, these artists are still relatively young. You know, I mean, Beyonce's not even 40 years old. Rihanna is in her early to mid-30s. You know, these artists who, a lot of times, when these creatives want to get to the biggest level, I'm not here to shoot down nobody's dreams, but the reality is, like, you're, 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 you're operating, this isn't pro sports where people retire by the age of 35. You're talking about music and entertainment where you can do this if you're healthy into your 70s and 80s. So, the, the space that peop, these, these these great artists in the 1%, they don't they don't just go away. They hang around for a long time. So, and there's so many, so many, there's only so many spots at the top of the mountain. So, for me, it's just about, like, how can we help? There's more opportunities for the 99%, meaning the artists who might just have a regional fan base, who might just have, who might just go and do, you know, small venues, but man, they impact so many lives, and they can make money when we're not in COVID, right, with merch sales, with all the different things that they can do, and create these opportunities for these diehard supporters who really love them, so I think, man, the 99% is the key for, um, success for people like myself and others out there because there's never going to be a shortage of people wanting to be in this business i mean there's just never is you know i meet people every day who is a, a rapper or a singer who want to achieve something or who feel like they have what it takes and they come to me because they see the vibe that i bring and and we have honest conversations about what it is that needs to be done, you know, and I often tell them the three things, you know, the difference between the music industry, the music business, and the business of music, right, so, you know, when the music industry, you know, and I don't, I may have discussed this in the intro episode, but I'll just touch on it again, is that the music industry is, are your DJs, your, your, your tastemakers, your influencers, your record labels, 
you know, your publicists, you know, these are the people that the industry, meaning of, of, of the professional recording industry, you know, validate as the people that get to make decisions, right? Or, or quote unquote, the gatekeepers for you to achieve a successful career, right? And then you have the music. Then you have the music business, and business just means commerce, right? Dollars and cents. People who offer services, like myself, when I do artist development, when I'm doing, you know, consultation, you know, when I'm doing um, digital, I'm offering my digital distribution service, or you know, my promotional packages and campaigns and things of that nature. That's that's the music business, you know. And then you have the business of music, which I think is so important, and that's being able to understand intellectual property. And and as we go along on the podcast in future episodes, I'm going to break down various things of that I usually always speak on, and we're going to go into a lot more detail in future episodes. But I think it's so important for creatives to understand that you don't need the music industry to be successful today. And I'm so glad that you don't need that because, man, if you did need the industry to be successful today, you know, they're, they're, a lot of these artists out here wouldn't really have a shot because you're having somebody else dictate uh, your success or tell you what they deem you need to be successful at, right? And when you're dealing with these big corporations, meaning the record companies, all they are are banks, right? So... Really, for them, it's about numbers. When they go make the investment in you, it's about numbers. It's about can, you know, is this a viable investment that we can make a a, a positive ROI on if we put some money behind them? You know, and not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but I think there's so many, there's so many artists out here that, that can, that can be successful without even ever needing somebody from the music industry to validate them. And that's what's so powerful and so great about the space that we're in, and why I'm con- why I continue to 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 do what I do, why my message always stays the same, and why it's exciting. It is absolutely exciting to be in the space of working with independent artists and creatives, and I'm gonna always interchange that word, guys. So. You know, I usually try to say the word creative, but sometimes I'll say artist, but it's the same thing. You know, just being able to 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 serve. You know, I was on a uh, I was a part of a, a, a event where I spoke a few days ago, and one of the terms that they used was you always aim to serve more than sell, and man, that resonated with me so much because. If you always aim to serve and make a difference, the right people will always find you. And that's what it's all about. Making a making a difference and knowing what the purpose is and why I made a conscious choice to continuously serve the 99% and not worrying about the 1%, guys. So, man, it's been fun. Thank you for checking out episode two. And uh, we got a lot of great, a lot of great fun things coming in, in future episodes. And till next time, this is your host, Darrell Peart. This is the Encourage and Inspire podcast. And I'll see you later. Take care. Peace.